Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Marie Claire. Welcome to Young and Struggling, the podcast by two 20 somethings who don't have a clue. Each week, we'll be discussing everything from navigating careers, relationships, social issues, and the challenges we face as young women. So buckle up and please keep your hands inside the cart at all times. Hello! Welcome back! Welcome back to another episode of Young and Struggling. Episode 9 now. Episode 9! Yeah. That's so many. We are nearing the end of this series. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, which, by the way, is, yeah, it is crazy because... Next week. Start, yeah. I was like, how are we going to get 10 episodes out of this thing? No, I'm only joking. Also, do you remember, buddy, we were, we were going to, like, rent a studio in London for the last one? We still could. Do you think? Yeah. In in the space of a week. <laughs> or yeah. the studio's here too. I know. Maybe we do that. Because we want it to be the big finale. Yeah, true. Oh my god, we were going to record our ourselves like video. Yeah. I think we should still do that. Oh my god, this is the worst time <laughs> ever. Hi everybody, we're back. <laughs> Sorry for that brief intermission. Um, my... Eva landlord came and knocked on the door and was yammering on. I'm really glad that picked up on the audio as well. Yeah, that is just so classic. So classic young and struggling. Yeah, literally. This is what we're dealing with, you guys, in our makeshift studio. (laughs) Oh, dear. What an evil man. (laughs) But we're back. We're back. We're back. We're rolling again. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) There was no break for you guys, but that was a big intermission. Yeah, bloody hell. Um, he's a chatter that one anywho how was your week being Hannah yeah it was pretty good um just working and like busy prepping for my graduate show and that's it really I haven't really done that many like fun things Mm -hmm. I've seen a few friends but yeah sometimes you know you can't fill all your time with fun things no honestly the most fun for me is having alone time (laughs) so (laughs) having some recharge time yeah literally catching Mm. up on some of my tv shows Mm. what about you mc well i actually think i've had too much alone time recently really and well the thing is i haven't even had that much time by myself really but in the times Mm. that i have i think i've been thinking about things too much yeah and haven't been like necessarily talking about how i feel necessarily yes um loud brain but we just had a good chat yeah which has helped me yeah honestly sometimes it's good to just talk about how you're feeling and someone oh, yeah. to be like you don't need to be worrying about that no buddy i do that all the time to myself because i live alone literally talk out loud to myself like you got this buddy like it's fine <laughs> yeah because sometimes you internalize things and you you think oh yeah that's that's a normal mm-hmm. thing to think yes and then you talk about it with someone else and they're like why are you worrying about that right now yeah like that's silly that you're that you're scared of that. Yeah, <laughs> but overall, mm. I'm generally good. Very yes. good. Good. I've had nice family times recently. Um, summer is around the corner. I know. I'm so. I moved to America in two months. Everybody, that's crazy. That time is going to fly by. That I know. It really, really is. So, go so we quick. need to fill your time with things that you want to do before you leave. I know. Is there anything like on your bucket list that you're kind of I don't know, like, not necessarily, which is interesting, but I've just lived here for quite a long time now that, like, all the things I want to do, I do, so... Why don't we go up to London for a day? Yeah, that would be fun. Before you go. That's true. I don't really go up to London a lot. London gives me a lot of anxiety, but there's a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. We'll do a day trip or something. Yeah, let's do it. Or maybe we could even, like, do a concert or something. Before you leave me. I know. It's gonna be sad. No, it's exciting, and it's, it's a new exciting. start. It is exciting. Plus, buddy, you have so many friends. <laughs> you know, I don't have a podcast buddy to I do know. podcasts with. I know. Replace me. No, it won't. <laughs> yeah, I'll just find someone else. No worries, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit their photo in the... <laughs> yeah, the same, the same <laughs> Over my body. Everything. It'll be fine. No, we'll, we've already decided that it's going to be Yeah, true. True, we're going to just... Yeah. Do it might be at slightly time. weird times of the day. Yeah. On either end. Yeah. But it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. Season two will be back and better than ever. Interesting. I'm sure. Yeah. God. Um, so obviously, it's been a royal family heavy few years. Oh my god! Yeah. I would say. Yes, unfortunately. We've kind of been like a hot topic because I was just thinking to myself, royal family. We've had 
We had a platy-jubes. Yeah. We've had two funerals. Yep. Death of the Queen. We've Who had else died? Philip. Oh, of course. Her yeah. husband before. I was like, huh? Who else died? And then in, you know, more recent years, going back a little bit further, we've had like Kate and Will getting married, Harry getting married. Mm-hmm. We've had now, most recently, dare I say it, the coronation. Yeah. So there's been quite a lot of royal events yes. in our lifetimes. We, and I, But I feel like we're probably heading into a period where it might get a bit quieter for a royal family, like in terms of like events. I hope so, because can I just say, as a, as taxpayers, don't we know it that there's been royal events every all, all over the place? Yeah. And we're the ones paying for it. Well, exactly. <sighs> oh, for God's sakes. Overall thoughts on the royal family? I despise the royal family. Wow. And it's interesting because I talk every time I talk to my mom about the royal family, she's their number one fan. She loves the royal family. She loves People magazine and she loves drama. And so she loves the royal family, understandably, because there's like always drama happening in their little, you know, family group. Interesting. So do you think she would see the royal family as kind of just like any other celebrity family then? No, because, well, she, I think so. But also at the same time, her, so whenever I say, you know, talk to her about the royal family, her like defense for them is like, well, they do all of the charity, you know, she, they work for all the charities and um, they are the bridge between the UK and like other countries and, you know, stuff like that, which I kind of understand like historically they help with charities, which is great, but do they really do enough to help the... Do, I don't know. <laughs> to me, they just seem like very rich people. It's also interesting because your mum is a Brit. Yes, she is British, yeah. And you... Well, you're kind of a bit of both. Yeah. But would you you class yourself as American? Yes, I don't... I... Yeah, I wouldn't... I don't think I have earned the honour to call myself British, really. I think you have. Culturally, no. But, yeah, but, like, blood-wise. Yeah, for sure. British. Yeah. Which, again, is interesting because I my perception is that most American people really love the royal family. Yeah. But kind of in a way to kind of, like, marvel at them and see them mm. as these, you know, otherly people. I also think that's kind of something that's changed with time because that was always the case with, like, the generations above us. But I think recently, like, generally Gen Zers are just more, like, open to questioning things and questioning authority and things like that as we've aged. So I do think, like, people our age and kind of maybe even younger in America are, you know, they don't, they're not really into the royal family and can see, like, that it's not really for the best of the British people to have them around. Mm. Um, But, like... My oldest sister, she's in her 30s, and, like, her age group definitely would, like, it would interest them, I'm sure. Yeah. I I still think they're, like, very popular with the public, mm. generally speaking. Yeah. I know there's kind of... What, the UK or everywhere? I would say internationally. Okay. Even more on an international scale, probably. Mm. Um, it's It's tricky, because yeah. of the history. Yes, definitely. I think they've definitely done a lot of good for the country, obviously. But I also think they've done a lot of bad. And I think, like... I think probably their popularity is waning mm-hmm. in recent times. Yes. Because we're living in 2023. I just had to think, make sure I knew the, what year it was. <laughs> we're living in 2023 and they're just not needed anymore. But if you... So, okay... Let's go down this avenue. Yes, because that's how I feel, but I'm very open to hearing what you think about it. Abolish the monarchy. Yes. What's your suggestions? Abolish the monarchy. I, well, I think the, they don't do that much for the UK at the moment. They do still, they still do their, um, what, they go to other countries and, you know, give to charities and things like that. I don't think it will, like, obliterate the, the UK government if they just suddenly disappeared. I don't think it'll make that much of a difference. Well, I suppose people's argument... I've heard an argument okay. in favour of having a monarchy and a royal family that is... The way that British political structures work, right, is that you have to have a head of state. 
Right. Can I just quickly preface? I do not know a lot about this topic, so continue. So you have to have a head of state, and right now that is the king. Right. Before that, it was. So what is the, the job of the head of state? Well, so everyone in a position of power within the government, within the church, like they're answerable to everyone. So, like, I don't know if you saw anything to do with the coronation, but. No. The whole kind of like um, the the reason why it's done in Westminster Abbey and it's like this whole big ceremony is because they're the head of the like church, like the the head of the Catholic Church in England is answerable to the king. Like, I I'm not saying I agree with any of this, by the way. I'm just so it kind of links religion works. into it as well. Yeah, religion, but also the prime minister. Um, the prime minister, whenever we get a new one elected, they have to be sworn in by the monarch. They have to go and, like, once they've been elected by the general population, they will then go to wherever the king is and they essentially get, like, accepted by the king. But surely if we've already voted that person in, like, what, what so what, the king just is there while well, they sign the Well, this is the thing. Whilst the royal family have, like, modernised, there, there isn't really a position where the, the monarch would be in a position to turn them down. Yeah. So, where whereas, like, in times gone by, you know, like, other monarchs, I'm talking maybe, like, Henry VIII. Yeah. They would have actually been more of a ruler and chop your head off and... Yeah. They might have been like, oh, no, I don't want this geezer to be prime minister. Mm-hmm. Whereas today... Democracy. They're very much more neutral and... They're not really allowed to have opinions either, like, mm-hmm. although... So what is their role will. then? Well, this is the thing. They're it not is really kind of anything. like a mute role. It's just there for... Because it's always been there. Exactly, though. That's the only reason I think it's there now. But then, if you didn't historical. have... If, if we just abolished the monarchy tomorrow, mm-hmm. you would still have to have a head of state. Couldn't but... that just go to the prime minister? No, you would you would have the prime minister, but then you would have a president probably on top of that who would be. Why do we need the prime minister then? Or is the prime minister like? Because we have the, obviously the president and then the electoral college. It's the equivalent. So is the prime minister the president or the electoral college? Electoral college. Okay. But he's just one man. Yeah, but then you've got all of the. MPs that sit in the House of Lords and House of Commons, so you've got all of those whenever you say voices that, and stuff. Whenever I hear the word Lords or Commons, I always just think of when you say, What is going on in the House of Commons? <laughs> or what is going on in the House of Commons? <laughs> oh. Um, anyways, yeah. I, I I'm starting to understand now. So But I'm a, no, actually, I'm not understanding. Okay. Because the president the US president does more than the um the monarchy does. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's exactly equivalent but in terms of the structure. That's kind of like where they, where the two sit. They would be like parallel, mm. and then the prime minister and your electoral college would be kind of the parallels. I just don't see why we need. I don't understand why the top dog can't be the prime minister. Why can't it go to him? Well, I guess then you have to question all of democracy too, because is that vote even democratic? No. Well, our prime minister elections? Yeah. In terms of what party is voted in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was conservative for a long time, isn't it? Wasn't it? Well, it is conservative now, isn't it? It is conservative right now. Okay, yeah. Well, this we're is voting. A fun lesson. I know. Honestly, I do not get that involved in British politics, which is my bad, really. I just never took the time to, like, really educate myself on it. I, and I always, like, when it came to voting, and I know people new people who were said like go vote i would go vote but i would kind of like ask my friends like who do who should i vote for yeah i think a lot of people probably do that i just don't know anything about like the structure yeah because i used to think that um liberals it's it's um like dems lib dems Mm -hmm. is that like so conservative and lib dems they're like um republicans and democrats would you say so right now it's the the Tory party mm-hmm. or the Conservative Party mm-hmm. is the party who are in government. Yeah. And the opposition is the Labour Party. Labour. Yeah. Do you know who the leader of the Labour Party is? Um 
Okay, this is going to give you a really complete guess. <laughs> I love it. Um, Labor Party. David Cameron. <laughs> no. Who's David Cameron? He was our Prime Minister. Oh, okay. Many moons ago. Blame him for Brexit. Is it a new That's person who's in charge? He's been there a little while now. Do you want me Nigel? to tell you? No. <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> um, yeah, tell me. Okay, it's a man called Keir Starmer. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Okay. Really? No. That's so interesting. No, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Okay. He's um, probably been the leader for maybe the last three years. Okay. Three or four. So he's had it for a while. Years. But yeah, yeah. out of curiosity, what are you? What do or I what vote? do you consider yourself? Well, Generally. I think I've voted twice. Yeah. And both times I've voted... Well... It's also tricky because it it also depends on where you're voting. I think mm-hmm. I've voted once where I currently live and once where, like, my family home is. And you can vote for whoever you most strongly believe in. Yeah. Or you can make, like, a tactical vote. Right. Right, to, to kind of avoid it being Tory again or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Or, for example, we live in the only constituency in the country where there's a Green MP. Mm-hmm. I know! So, tactically, it's wise to vote Green. Yes. That's and what I've always I su- done. I support that anyway, so that's yeah. that's fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is quite complicated. Mm. Okay, buddy. You've been evasive. What, have you, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> she's about to say what she's a conservative. No, I, <laughs> when I live where we currently live, yeah. I will vote Green. Green. If I was to live anywhere else... If you were living at home or something. I would be voting Labour. Labour. Mm. But unfortunately, I live in a very conservative, heavy... Right. ...area where it's highly unlikely that that will ever change. Okay. Not impossible. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm talking about where I grew up. Okay. Where was this I again? Where did you grow up again? I grew up in the New Forest. Okay. Where's that? Hampshire. Hampshire, right. Do you know where that is? No. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle? No, it's it's to the left of us right now. Okay, so it's on the coast as well? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Any what? other questions, Anne? <laughs> I honestly know nothing about England. Lessons for them, too. I've been here for like seven years. I know nothing about <laughs> this place. So back to the royal family. Yeah. So that's our political structure in the UK okay. on a very basic level. And then you have King Charles, who is the head of the state. <sighs> yeah. But like I said, he doesn't have any... Real powers, or essentially, he has to say yes to mm-hmm. whoever becomes elected as as prime minister. And it's we... all it's all very pompous, and it's very it's much about the ceremony as is anything else. Oh, just the ceremony made me feel so sick. It was like millions of pounds went into this ceremony, and for what? Yeah, like... I mean, I am probably the biggest cynic out there, mm. and I was watching it and kind of like scoffing at every little part of it. Like, really? Well, that's. Sh- big fuck off gold carriage mm. <laughs> and i'm gonna call it that because that's exactly what it was yeah as if that was uh it's just real really... gold that wasn't just You're like joking. a lick of paint it's re- yeah real gold Those poor horses pulling it i know but the irony of the fact that this, this was being pulled down a road that had been uh had the potholes filled in with sand because we don't have enough money oh in this country this to man fill in needs the to read the room yeah, we're gonna send exactly just some bloke. Yeah, who happened to be born into a I family. Know. Oh, yeah. Have you have you seen recently? People have been protesting and getting arrested. Yes. So this is the like not my king brigade. Isn't yeah. It? Just chanting and holding signs, and they get a, they all they, like a bunch of them got arrested for it. Yeah, and I think there has been well, there has been a lot of backlash against that actually. Yeah, and in think... good in good sense because. You can't tell us we have free speech and then do that. Like, yeah. it doesn't add up. No, I think there's actually been um, some apologies made by people who did those arresting because some really? of them were um, wrong arrests, I think. Yeah. But I oh, don't cool. know enough about what has what's the conclusion of that situation to yeah. comment. But yeah, I just felt so bad for those people who were just, like, protest, like friendly protesting and were, like, getting arrested for it. That was so... Yeah, I think... Um, Again, I don't necessarily know enough about some of these situations, but I think, of course, the whole point of 
demonstrating and protesting is mm. to kind of cause a scene. Of course. Yeah. Um, but, but it's legal, though, to pr- to peacefully protest. Absolutely. It is legal, or it's supposed to be anyway. Yeah. But I, I think... I read somewhere that, like, the reason some of these arrests and stuff were made was because there was a small group of the Not My King protesters who had who were going to set off a load of rape alarms right in front of like all the police horses which would have spooked them all Mm. um now i'm not saying i agree or disagree with any of this i'm just reporting what is supposed to have happened so some of those arrests were made because they were predicting that they were going to do that like Mm -hmm. again understandable obviously protect those horses you know I, I I understand that, but then the maybe foot we from shouldn't the footage... be using horses like this. No, anymore. we shouldn't be using horses. This is another thing. Do you want to know? Recently, so they there was a big football game going on in Brighton, or not in Brighton, but like Brighton were playing, and they had a bunch of police at the train station. There was a bunch of policemen, and they were on horses, and there was obviously big crowds of like football lads tossing glass bottles, throwing their drinks, like tight spaces i was like why would you make the choice to ride a horse into this situation they were on like a bunch of them were on horses and the horses were not happy they were, they did not look comfortable and it was just i just felt so bad for the horses there's not that many forces who still use um horses hmm. really yeah not that many do but i know that sussex is one that does i don't know yeah. what what choice is made for them to do that i don't yeah i don't know what maybe they get maybe they feel like they're more secure being higher up or something yeah and i suppose it's maybe like a fear thing as well you know mm. like if someone's on a horse but that people some people might find that intimidating yeah for sure but i just feel like it's not worth the trauma for the poor horses mm. but yeah another thing that i know it's kind of like a con, like we've said, mm-hmm. of having a monarchy would be the amount of money that British taxpayers pay towards yes. the monarchy. Yes. For them to live a life of lavish luxury. To live a life that is so far removed from the average person. Yeah. I think that's probably, for me, mm. the reason why I'm. I would suggest we come up with a whole new system yeah because that works for everybody how is it fair that we get these kind of like positions of privilege and power just because you're born into into like a particular family family. yeah and bloodline i think that's just how everything was run like hundreds of years ago but for some reason england has like held on to that um tradition that's what you call it like well then we have to look back at the history and some of like the Commonwealth mm-hmm. and the whole British Empire. I mean, when Queen Elizabeth was crowned, we were mm-hmm. kind of coming towards the end of like what would have been considered like the British Empire. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of her reign, you know, we're very much out of that. Mm-hmm. But up until quite recently, we were still kind of conquering land and mm-hmm. saying, oh, we own you and this is ours. Yeah. I, do... I think a lot of people who are royalists... Mm-hmm. I I was going to say they forget this history. I don't think they forget. I think they just gloss over it mm-hmm. because they re- they refuse to ignore that that ever happened. Yeah, I do think like the royal family was needed and necessary, like in hi- in history. But I just think like current times are just so irrelevant at the moment. And you just look at like all the petty like drama that's happening within the family and like. See, this is it the just... bit that I kind of love, okay? Well, yeah, that's the bit that a lot of people love. The bit that I've been kind of, like, really fascinated by in the last few months mm. is the Harry drama. What, and Meghan and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Can I Putting ask... all of, like, the Meghan shit aside, yeah, go for What's it. What's your stance? In terms of? Of, of Meghan and Harry and... You know, their separation from the royal family. Good for them. Yeah? It's about time someone did it. Are you pro-Megan? Yeah. Yeah, love. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So am I. <laughs> the only thing I will say is, there there are some things that I've heard she said 
and I've kind of been like, I think you think that people are naive. Yeah, she's definitely made mistakes, but I think also as an American, like, she's just so out of her, like, depth kind of over here, which is so understandable. Like, it's just culture's different, and, like, it depends where you grow up, state by state, but, like, general demeanors and things differ, and, you know, I think we're quite blunt as people, Americans, and British people, there's, like, a proper time and a place and a manner to do things. But what kinds of things did you hear that she was saying? That, you know, she she had no idea, like, how the royal family worked, and, um, I don't know, she, she didn't know that she might have to, like, bow to the Queen and stuff like this. It's like, well, you know, if you'd ever sat in, like, one history lesson, you'd probably know that was what you had to do. Mm. But I guess she's being honest, like... Do you think she was? Yeah. See, this... Because we wouldn't bow to me. the, we wouldn't bow to our president, you know. I think that it, there's, it's such, it's different, really different having a royal family. Like yeah. we would not bow to the president. Yeah, but then it's not, it's, it's not like equivalent in that way, is it? Or maybe you do see it as, a, as equivalent. Well, we just don't have any experience with royalty. Like, yeah, that is all. We only see that in movies. We don't have any form of royalty. This is what I mean. Mm. Like, she was saying, like, that she had no understanding that you might bow in front of a queen. Yeah. But you you would know that that would kind of be protocol. Like, if you were presented with someone, like a member of the royal family, you might curtsy or you might I don't think I would, you know. Really? I wouldn't know to do that, no. A member of the royal family? No, I would not know to to do that. That's so, so interesting to me. Yeah. I wonder if that is, like, a cultural thing or... To me, that sounds, like, very, um, like, old school to, to like, bow, but maybe that is, like, just the... I mean, that is like something that I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't know to do that. I probably sound like an idiot right now to, like, the British people, but we just, I would, I would who else would I do that for? Like, the royal family is probably the, the one kind of exception yeah. of who I would curtsy to, you know? And this is the whole thing. I've also it? never like, curtsied in my life. I wouldn't know how to do it. <laughs> they are the exception. Yeah. For good or for bad. Mm. Yeah. Largely for for worse. Yeah. But, um, like, personally, I wouldn't hear that and be like, Megan, how dare she, like, didn't know to curtsy to the Queen. Yeah, I'm not saying that at all. Mm. And fully support the decisions that they've made. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I will say is, like, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, we want a private life, but... Mm-hmm. We're gonna um, write a book and we're gonna have a podcast and a TV show. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, mm, okay, do you really? I do think they're loving the attention, but I, I'm okay to a degree. I'm gonna hold my hands up here. Okay, I did listen to Spare an audiobook. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes, I think, of the the Netflix. Didn't they had they had like a Netflix? Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, curiosity, you know? Yeah. You liked that, didn't you? Did you like it the book? It was so hilarious. Yeah. But not in like, um, oh wow, this, this guy's a comedian, like this is Yeah, really... are you laughing with him or of him? Oh, at. Okay. A hundred percent at. I mean, there's some real Freudian issues going in there for a start. Yeah. Real big issues. I just, I'm not sure. I mean, it's ironic really because I'm sat here on like Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> saying... I'm not sure I'd be airing all my public affairs in that way. <laughs> yeah. But in his situation... Exactly. It's different, you know? Exactly. Because people are actually listening. Not a diss to our podcast, but more than, like, say, 50, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it came out in, like, January. Yeah, and it was, like, a bestseller. Yeah, it was, it selling was out predicted everywhere. to be, like, the biggest-selling non-fiction mm-hmm. of the whole year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is is mental yeah. but yeah people kind of do love this but it it is mm. the celebrity factor isn't it yeah that people like, love so in his book what is he doesn't he just tell like a ton of intimate things that have happened like what does he have to talk about really other than like obviously his family and what happened to his mom and things like that what other things does he write about he writes a lot about war okay a lot to the point where I was like, oh, I don't want to hear about another AK-47. Like, I don't care. Right. Just about the experience, or... Yeah. And I understand he has a lot of experience in that department. Yeah. I mean, like, pop off, sis. Yeah, Go of course. It. Yeah. But there's a lot about that. There's quite a lot about... It. 
Do you know what? I think he probably should have just gone to therapy instead of writing a book. Yeah, it sounds like that. It sounds like he's just like writing a therapist journal, like like notes for his therapist. Maybe. Yeah, like whoever signed off on that book deal. Yeah, is uh, yeah probably should have referred him to a to a therapist mm. rather than hitting publish. Wow, just so funny that he would like decide that for himself. I know. To do that. But I did love it. It was very entertaining. Yeah. That's good. You read the whole thing, right? I didn't read it. I listened to it. Okay. I'm a listener. Same thing to me, buddy. Same thing. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I count it. Okay, yeah. I read it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was quite, quite crazy. But I also just think it, it, like, in current times, it is so far away from how most people are living. Yeah. That the monarchy is almost irrelevant at this point. Yes, so are, yes. They only, literally, they only come up really when they have a big event like the coronation or something like that. Or people are complaining about them. Like, that's the only time I've ever heard them. Like, yay, we get a Monday off because this is happening, having to do with the royal family. Like, I don't know, other than that, they just, I just feel like they're just so out of date. It's, It's very out of taste, in my opinion, because... There are so many people in this country and abroad who have, like, well, in times gone by and mm. in not so long ago history, like, have actually directly suffered yes. as a result of We're all struggling monarchy. right now, yeah. And I'm not trying to, like, blame individuals here mm-hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're one of the little royal kiddies, mm-hmm. it's not your fault. No, but I also hope they grow up, like knowing the whole story. Yeah, my hope would be that, like, maybe the structures that we have in place right now yeah. will only be in place for the next couple of generations and then beyond that. Do you think? Do you think it will eventually get abolished? Well, I I, I don't know. Mm. But that would be my hope for, like, future generations because the, the more that time goes on, the less relevant they're going to become. Yeah. And the more generations, you know, like ours, yeah. get older and the less relevant they become. And I just think Mm. it's so out of taste with, like, where people are generally in the lives they live. Mm. We as a country are not doing well at the moment. And some people will argue that, you know, it's it's great, it's there for tourism, it's there to be aspirational. No, it's not. No. Bollocks. I know. Who who is it making feel good right now? Us watching on TV while people... People who can't afford to pay their rent or heat bills watching on TV the coronation with all the, his gems and jewels and glitz and glamour. Like, it doesn't that we make... stole. Yeah, there's no stamina. There's no, like, people stan- stamina from that. No, not at all. It's just, it's just crazy to me. I was thinking earlier about the Commonwealth mm. and about things like the Commonwealth Games. What's that? Hannah, do you live under a rock? <laughs> I know, literally, what's that? The Commonwealth yeah. Games, it sounds like the Hunger Games. You've never heard of the Commonwealths? I know what the Commonwealth is, but the Commonwealth Games? Yeah. What's that? Do they compete? Wow. <laughs> Sometimes, honestly. Buddy, I literally do not, I do not watch British news. I don't know if this is just you, though, or if this is kind of like a wider-reaching thing. Yeah? What do you mean? Maybe. Like Americans, or? <laughs> yeah, you bloody Americans. <sighs> no, maybe more people. Okay, so you know we have... Once every four years, we have the Olympics. Yeah. In between that, we have the Commonwealth Games. Do we? Well, every like Commonwealth country yeah. that was part of the Commonwealth competes in the Who Commonwealth Games. Who was part Games. of the Commonwealth? Oh, fucking nearly everyone. We colonized really? nearly every country in the world. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay. Like Europe? Oh, Europe, Africa, every continent. Oh my god, okay. Australia. <laughs> yeah. Hell. It's so funny to me how the British were, like, top dog when it came, like, back in the day. Like, in terms of, um, taking over countries and, like, um, wars and things like that. Like, when when we learn about history in America, it was always the British kind of coming out on top. And now, look at the UK. It's tiny compared to the rest of the world. It is tiny in size, but it's always been kind of influential yeah no it's still yeah influential but i'm just saying in size like obviously back then like land was really important and like conquering land and now like just the uk is really small (laughs) yeah it is crazy that such a tiny island Mm -hmm. 
literally ascend- at one point at one point had we so colonized much. like almost the entire yeah. entire globe and technically birthed America. Yeah, like we were British people. Like Americans were British people yeah. who had escaped. Yeah, um, but it's obviously not something that I'm talking about with pride. Like I, mm. I'm talking about this very much as if I didn't. I wish I didn't have to because mm. I just feel like it's kind of karma. Like there's well, there's, there's quite a lot of like shame surrounding. It, I think. Like, yeah. Well, of course, as same with America. There's so much shame with America. You know, there's quite history. a lot of countries. I mean, there's a lot that's happened in Australia over the last couple of years around. Um, moving away from the Commonwealth, Barbados mm. became an independent state in the last couple of years. I know, I saw that. That's so crazy. It took so long. Yeah, but there's there's so many islands similar to Barbados that are still coming out of it. Yeah, or probably not even anywhere close. Like it's st- mm. still the Queen is the head of their state. Oh, mm. the Queen. She's long on the King. <laughs> she. God rest her soul. I honestly think the um the um the royal family and the monarchy should have gone with the queen i think the queen lived long enough that like she was influential when she was young and and was needed then that and she kind of saw that all through and i think when she died like why like prince charles stepping up it just seems random and like (laughs) individually i think people liked the queen because yeah she was this cute little old lady yes and she'd had quite a long reign and like yeah women power an interesting history yeah you know like Good for her, like... Yeah. At such a young age. Slay queen. Yeah, literally. Like, she started, what, when she's 18 or something? 25, I think. Okay. Really young. Super young. Our age. Yeah. Like, she is quite... Talk about existential crisis. Imagine if one day you wake up, oh, sorry, dad's dead, and you've got to be queen. Yeah, I know. At our age. I'd literally yeet myself. I have enough to do with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, yeah. Imagine having, like, an off day, Mm -hmm. but you're, you're literally, like, I'm. I can't have an off day. I'm the queen. Yeah, she she definitely like lived her whole life for the UK, because you know starting so young, like yeah, and like a lot of people liked her. Whereas oh, mm-hmm. I swear to God, I haven't spoken to one person that is like actually excited about Prince Charles. Charles? Yeah, <laughs> king now. Sorry, so um, little sausage fingers. I know. It just seems so like, what's this man gonna do? You know? I just oh, it's just it feels random. I know he's in the royal family. It was next in line, but I just remember when the queen was still alive like we never ever gave thought to like when she dies what's gonna happen kind of thing it was just the queen mm-hmm. was always there like oh. and just when she died it was just like everything to just that's i think this is more my problem than your problem mm-hmm. i thought about it a lot yeah but that's i think that's probably more to do with the background that i come from okay more than anything mm-hmm. um but then I tend to think about everything in great detail. Okay. Which is... You are a thinker. A personal con. Yeah. Not a personal pro. The next leader, though, of the monarchy was just never, like, a priority of mine. <laughs> you know? Something to worry about. No, like, I wasn't way. awake at night, like, when the queen dies, what's gonna happen? <laughs> no, I wasn't like that, but I was just, like, <laughs> intrigued. Really, yeah. Yeah, because I also was like, wow, that's gonna be a good news day. Like, not like yeah. a good news... Saw a dog today. But the news... Oh, did we have the day off? People had the day off of work and stuff when um, that happened, didn't they? No, I didn't To grieve so. or something. Some people did. For, like, grieving Oh, time. come on now. Yeah. Come on. I know. This is... it. Like, I did find that whole thing quite ridiculous because people yeah. were literally... You didn't know her. I knew people that were genuinely upset. Yes, people were crying. I was coming home going, lol, queen's yeah. dead. And I was thinking, oh, God, I've just been really insensitive there, haven't I? Well, none of us bloody knew her. Just I, let, let her I, family grieve no. and that's that. Like, it's, like your fr- it's like a friend of a friend of a friend's grandma dying. It's like, I don't know that woman. I like, like I'm, I feel awful for her family and like I hope they're all doing well. But like, she I'm not going to take a w- day off of work for that. She could have been an asshole as well. Yes. You know what? I think she probably was a bit of an asshole. You can't grow up in that family and not be an asshole, quite frankly, I think. <laughs> um... But the way that people were acting, I was honestly like, come on, people. I know. This is some woman you've never met. Yeah, well, that's the British pride, isn't it? Oh, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No it's like when people it. like people camped for the coronation, didn't they? Yep, lots of people. Like, why would I you also, do that? I also knew a lot of people who... Did you hear about the queue? No. What? For, the, for what? The coronation? No. The queue was when the Queen died, yeah. they put her coffin oh to come see the coffin 
Yeah. Yes, I did hear about this. I knew people that did that. And how long did they wait? People like eight, who, nine hours or something? People who I would consider respectable, educated, mm-hmm. hardworking, It's always normal, those people that are the, the royalties. Salt of the earth people. And I was yeah. looking at them thinking, you've changed. I know. <laughs> you lower, like, your value of these people. <laughs> like, surely not. You would, like, dedicate a full day to wait in line for that. I don't... I just don't... I don't get that side of things. No, like, me there are some arguments for... The biggest argument for me mm-hmm. that I've heard in recent years in favour of the royal family as opposed to not having them mm-hmm. is that if we didn't have the royal family, we would have some form of president yeah. instead. So you've, you're always going to have that head of state person. Right. But would we save a lot of money? Well, I'm not convinced you would because you'd probably still be paying... It might be slightly less tax, to be honest. Because, mm. um, like, these events use millions of pounds. Like, yeah. And the president does not have event, really events. Like, you know, he doesn't... He but has they his... might, in terms of British politics. It might it's be a similar setup. Yeah, I, this, I just don't understand British politics at all. I wouldn't know what, like, an ideal setup would look like in that way. Yeah. I honestly don't, I also honestly don't think, like, most of, considering that we, most British people voted for Brexit, I honestly don't have a lot of hope that, like, a new system, yeah, would be that different than what we have now. I just think change is quite, like, scary, because that's the whole thing about Brexit, is it was, like, like, you know, before we were on our own, in quotation marks, you know, like, making it by on our own as the British people, and I think the change... I don't know. It was all elderly people who were like, "We can do. We can still do this on our own." Wasn't that like the the um, argument for Brexit? Like, yeah, we don't need other people because look at our history. Yeah, and I think all the meatheads who voted for Brexit are all the same people who'd be saying, "Yeah, we need the monarchy." Yeah, I think it's just like change is scary. Do you know the type? The type of people who get like really red in the face easily and quite angry yes. about things. Yes, that person. That is Brit- the British people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> always the older people as well well not always most of most of the people who voted for brexit were older yeah that is true i don't trust them (laughs) and i just don't think a populist vote would ever vote to not have a monarchy Mm. because a lot of a lot of young people really love them too i know well because they were um i can't remember maybe it was bbc like interviewing in the the people who camped for the coronation Mm. and a lot of them were like our age like, girls our age, like, woo, wearing, like, British ha- hats and stuff. I was like, oh, my God. You're on television looking like that. And, like, you know, the the living crisis is going on. Like, the, not a good look. I just, I I think that people don't think about these things. Yeah, they know. They don't. The types of conversations you and I have yeah. are great because it we challenge each other. Mm-hmm. We're having these kind of, like, debates and conversations about yeah. things we don't know about, things we do know about. Well, you know a lot more than me. I do not know a lot on this topic. On certain but... topics, but in other areas, mm-hmm. you know... It's you really valuable, though, yeah, having these chats and learning about things. Because I think I also, like, because um, everything is online on Instagram and, and things, you read headlines a lot, and you can, like, form opinions on things that you really don't know a lot about. And so I do kind of, like you know, making bold statements, but I also like being told when I'm wrong or when I'm off or, you know, things like that. But what I was going to say was that I think a lot of people just don't do what you and I do. No, have like a really open conversation. And when you know you don't know about something, being like, okay, I don't know about this. Like, you tell me what's going on, you know? Yeah, I think people are so quick to shut things down or say, oh, you can't say that anymore, yeah. whatever, or just not giving the opportunity to be like, I actually don't know enough about that, so I can't really comment, or saying, mm-hmm. oh, instead of saying this, you should say this. I'm really bad at that. I form opinions very fast, which is a fault of mine, because I just have a lot of feelings about things, even things I don't really know a lot, a lot about. Um, but I do like these conversations a lot, because mm. I really value your opinion as well. Like, I think you have the full story, so... You and know, often like... people get forced into kind of echo chambers and they'll read something. Yeah. They'll read like a really... 
bold statement and then mm-hmm. they just agree with that yes because it's what they've read but they haven't actually given any thought to no i i'm i you know i i do that i'm like yeah open to saying that i do that to why you believe that like yeah what evidence backs that up or mm-hmm. why you think what you think yeah i think there is also this pressure to like be on the right side of things and you know stand up for what you believe in but like to the point of people are standing up for all sorts of things that they have very little information on and yeah i don't know i think ed- more education is definitely a good thing 100 percent. Mm-hmm. which is why the royal family like you know i do not know a lot about their history i just know the, the here and now and what situation we're in now so obviously i have a negative connotation with them but i mean i'm sure if i learned more about their history and what what they're worth to the country and what they've done i mean you know, in terms of actually the, no. the people in yeah. quotation marks i wouldn't say it's a sparkling history right it wouldn't swerve me i no i'm not okay. sure word <laughs> okay i mean i got that i got that vibe <laughs> Are either adulterers or they chop people's heads off. Or, or, yeah, or they try to have sex with children. Prince Andrew kind of ruined well any sort of, like, resurrection I would have for the royal family. But he doesn't sweat, though. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. And he loves Pizza Express. In Woking. <laughs> oh, he is a goof, isn't he? Like, Do you know what was actually brilliant about the coronation was mm. Twitter. Really? It I was bet it was popping off. It gold mine that day. Yeah, I bet it was popping off. I saw a tweet that was, um, it was like, God forbid the Abbey might be a bit warm if we accidentally see Prince Andrew break out into even one glimmer of sweat. There's <laughs> going to be questions to be answered. Yeah, literally. Oh, there was so the there were so many good memes. It was just it was just brilliant. Twitter yeah. is on days like that. Mm-hmm. Twitter is Popping the off. only place I want to be. How that man is not in jail, I will never understand. Because he's got the protection of the royal family. See, that's that's so toxic, though, isn't it? Well, I think it's beyond that. It's criminal, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. It's criminal. I mean, yeah, how is he protected? Because of his blood. Like, literally, that's the only reason he's protected from the law. It's disgusting. Yeah. Which one of you two stood a shit in the toilet? <laughs> well, it was fucking one of yours. Oh, it's just... It's just so creepy. It's so creepy. I, it, to me, and the whole, like... That also did not give me a very great um, image of the Queen. How she was, like, really protecting Andrew throughout that whole thing. Like, I was like, oh my god, if that was my son, I would be like, bye! Like, off to jail you go. Like, literally, (laughs) I'll drive you to jail. I watched an interview Mm -hmm. of this, like, group of women who'd camped out for the coronation on the mall. And they were being interviewed. And it was a question about Prince Andrew. Yeah, yeah. And... It was something to do with, like, what we should do with him or something. And one of the women answers and she goes, well, we've all got someone in our family, haven't we? Yeah, a bad apple. Yeah, but, like, (laughs) what's that mean? It's like, oh, we all like a bad boy, don't we, Chris? Yeah. We're not a fucking terrorist, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we don't all have a literal pedo in our family. Yeah. All of us have a bad apple in the family. It's like, are you joking? Yeah, like, not not a bad apple, that's a criminal. Yeah. It's so... That's not a bad apple. That's literally yeah. a rotten... But that's how blind a lot of, like, the royalties are. Like, you know, they don't see the crime. It's honestly laughable. Like, these people, do they seriously think they should be taken seriously? Because... Mm. And one of those women were, like, our age. Did you see how young one yeah, of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who was like, we all have a bad apple. <laughs> yeah. family. It's just that blind ignorance to anything that is bad, yeah. I think. And thinking that they know best. Like, okay, well, he did that, but, you know, he's a member of the royal family, so, you know, he's allowed. It's just, oh, it's scary. Yeah, it's really gross. So that's another aspect of the royal family. And what do you, okay, I actually want your opinion on this part of the royal family. Do you think they have a a kill squad who off people? Oh, Because I juicy. do. I do. I think they have a little assassin squad. What happened to Diana? Yep. And there's just... Like, I there's don't just think a lot we'll of ever know what happened. What really happened. Yeah. She what was alive after the crash. She was alive. So I've heard, yeah. I just... 
there's just been too many situations with the royal family that are like suspicious or unknown or like and the fact that there was wasn't any evidence of um Prince Andrew or did they there are not su enough sufficient evidence of Prince Andrew like um yeah cuz a photo with him next to one of the girls that was like enough. the only thing they had though right like surely there was more evidence than that i just think they have a little detective slash assassination squad like looking over the royal family and like well without being that dramatic they they do have whole teams of people who like for example when you see like a statement that's been put out by the royal, royal family that's not been put out by them mm. that's been written by someone yeah who are all these people who, i want to know how many people there are who works for the household that is what it's called yeah like these people but how many people i want to know like how hundreds. many teams there are hundreds absolutely hundreds yeah so they definitely have a little squad like you know that takes care of things 100 percent. i don't know i just it's dodgy it's scary I just think that, like, with their power and their influence, I feel like they definitely have a little squad that, like, handles their big problems. Yeah. Have you ever watched The Crown? Uh, I've watched, like, a few episodes here and there, but not, like, in order. One of my problems as a person... <laughs> I know what you're going to say. ...is that I'm really... I am quite anti-establishment, and I don't really enjoy the royal family oh that's not what i thought you were gonna say what did you think i was gonna say i thought you were gonna say that because i know you like watching like the crown well this is my point but I, oh okay, I love okay. The crown. because <laughs> i was gonna say i just knew you started saying that and i was like i know this is gonna be about how much you love the crown <laughs> which is i know it's so contradictory but mm. i love is it just like a good show yeah and i think if you like history right i don't really like history then it's interesting, I suppose. And if you like things like Downton Abbey and stuff like that, which I You love, love Downton Abbey. I It's like my favourite genre of stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Downton Abbey. Um, but my parents are. <laughs> but I... Again, I'm just like the biggest contradiction in myself because I will mm. sit there and watch The Crown and be like, la 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 la, nothing bad has ever happened to the Crown. Well, I just sit there and just watch it. It's made for entertainment. And, you know, I think it's like just a good show that you're enjoying. If that, if if you were watching The Crown and like it was like a fictional family, like I think you would still enjoy it. I, I, I don't think... Um, That's true. You know what I mean? I think you just, it's just a show, a British show that you're enjoying. I wouldn't read too much into it. I don't think it's bad in any way. Yeah. And I've watched loads of other kind of monarchist yeah. um, dramas and stuff yeah. before. Yeah. So there's some historical... current royal family, so... Yeah. So, But yeah, it's just, it, it is interesting though, isn't it? Like, I don't know. I'm just a big old contradiction to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah, do you think the royal family will look like in another hundred years? A hundred? Mm-hmm. Do you know what's kind of upsetting to me? What? Is that we're never going to see another queen in our lifetime. It's going to be me. Really? Well, yeah, because right now it's Charles. So if Charles dies, it's William, mm -hmm. right? And if William dies? It's George. George. So it wouldn't just be, you know, if, if William died, it wouldn't just go to Kate and she would just be a widow. Queen? <laughs> no. A widowed queen? <laughs> if only. Yeah. Yeah, no, unfortunately not. George. I hope George turns out to be a good person. There's still time with him, yeah. isn't there? We could save him. Yeah. There's time for them to turn it around. Mm. Plus, I think the fact that Kate is like a normal person, or she did come from a normal-ish background, yeah. will help with that. I don't really like Kate, though. Do you not? No. Why? I think if it came down to it, she wouldn't necessarily do what's right. I think she's a protector of the royal family, which makes sense because, you know, she she fits in the royal family so well. You know, she gets on with everybody and she has the right image and all that. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, if... like it's, it, And, like, part of it is, like, with the whole Megan thing, like, I don't know. I feel like if it came down to it, I don't know, really. I, I couldn't trust her to be on the side of, like, justice. Do you know what I mean? So, hypothetically speaking, tomorrow mm -hmm. you're out. And and you bump into someone and they turn out to be the absolute love of your life. Mm. Like, you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person. Yeah. However, they are the future king of England. It's like the plot of, um, what's that movie? The king... Mm. 
What's that movie? I don't but know which one. There's a movie where, like, this girl goes to college or university and, like, starts dating this guy and he turns out to be, like, the prince of what, whatever. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I dream about this moment. <laughs> this is, so like... So what I'm saying is... Yeah. Oh, what, what would, would I do? You, yeah, what would you be doing in that environment because... If I really loved them, I would stay with them, but I would not put up with nonsense. But... So what if, what if your choices were, you know, you marry into this family, these are the rules you have to live by, this is how it has to go. If they didn't align with my beliefs, I would leave him. Interesting. <laughs> but this is, like, the like only person... Like, I could person. stay with him and just, this like... This is the only person you're meant to be... This is how, like... Yeah, I would the still world leave him. shaped it up for you. I would still leave him. It's more important to me to um, do what's right. Like, I couldn't live with myself if or like, I was doing Put yourself wrong. in Kate's shoes, for example. Mm. You know, you're not... Well, I think right she's now. quite... I think her personality... She's different to me. I think her personality is just very, like, she's fine with it. Like, she loves her life and is happy doing what she's doing. So I think there's a difference there compared to me if, if I was, like doing things and they didn't align with my beliefs or I didn't think something was okay that happened, you know, I, I would feel very uncomfortable and I wouldn't, I would not be able to stay in a relationship like that and yeah. live a lie. Cause like a lot of, it's like Diana, she was kind of living a, a life that like, but she was very outspoken. Yes. And that's ultimately why, but look at her she life didn't though. Make it. Did you see like when there's documentaries about her, like, Oh, she just lived a horrible... Like, they, the the royal family did not treat her well at all. And it just makes me think, like, if I had well, a choice... Charles didn't treat her well. Yeah. No, Charles never treated her well. But, I mean, the family didn't either. Like, she was very isolated. But that was as a result of Charles. You think? Yeah. But even if Charles was in the picture, I feel like the, fam- the family were not, like, supportive towards her. Because they had to support him over her. Hmm. See, yeah. Yeah. If you were in the royal family, would you, like, put up with that? No, but then I... I wouldn't... But it's like anything, isn't it? It's like, there are there are some environments where you follow rules or guidelines that you don't necessarily agree with. Like, I'm sure there's things you do at work, for example, or... Not really. I mean, what do you mean by not agree with? Like, I, I don't... Okay, we have very different jobs. Like, yeah. for example, there are like some processes that I have to do. Yeah, explain one think... to me. Explain one one thing that you do that um, you don't necessarily agree with. Like, there's a particular process around um, kids being absent. Okay. Which, if I was in charge, I would change. I would shake this up, and I've even mentioned this to like you know people higher up, and I've said this isn't working. Mm. And it's never been reviewed. Mm -hmm. But I, unfortunately, I don't have any power in this environment right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe in future I will. Mm -hmm. But right now, I don't have any power in this. And I've just got to go with the flow. And I've just got to adhere to what the rules tell me I have to do. But I feel like that's kind of different in terms of, like... I don't know. I think... Yeah, I think it changes when it's, like... If there's something harmful towards me or other people... That I have to put up with. I think that's where I would draw the line. Like, is this absence thing, like, you know, how strong of a belief do you have about it? Well, I've I've raised it with a couple of people. Mm. Um, is it just about people not showing up to class or something? No, it's kind of like, it's a bit more detailed than that. Mm. But I'm just using that as an example of kind of something that I don't necessarily... It, it's not like, it doesn't go against my, like, moral compass or anything like that, mm. for sure. But it's something that... I wouldn't do, if I had complete control over the situation, I wouldn't do it in this way. Mm. But unfortunately right now, I don't have that control. Yeah. I was thinking more like moral compass. Yeah, sure. If, for example, the royal family said, if I was in the royal family around the time that Diana was there and they told us all, like, like, isolate Diana, do not, like, interact with her, and I saw someone struggling, I would have a, I would have a really hard time, like, following those kinds of rules. Do you think that's what happened? Yeah. I don't think that's what happened. What, do you think they all just didn't do it because they didn't want... They Like, they all just kind of didn't... I think... Didn't the think family to check in on her? ...supported her up until 
the point when her and Charles were no, no longer together, publicly and privately. But didn't they, like, never really, like, didn't, they never got on, didn't, didn't they? I think in the very early days they did. Okay. But also there was, like, so many issues they should have seen from the outset. Like, she was maybe, like, 20 when they got married and he was almost 30. Like, there was so many That's issues. crazy. Maybe she was even younger than that. I can't really remember. Yeah. I know she was very young when they met. Like, she was a teen when they met or something. My understanding is that she had kind of the protection and the support of the royal family while she was a part of it. But but when she wasn't and when they separated, that's when she... Well, she wasn't part of the, of the establishment anymore, I suppose. So I think it started before they separated. Yeah, the mistreatment. Yeah. Give me the goss. Yeah. I just... I... What was I... Oh, I can't remember what I was watching. I watched some TV show on that was on TV about it. And I just remember them discussing, like, how isolated she was. And you could just see in interviews, like, how broken she was. And this was before they separated. Um, and she was basically raising... When did she have the, the sons? While they were still together? Yeah. She was basically raising them. And she knew, like, before they split, he he always cheated on her, didn't he? Yeah. And she knew about it. So I put most of the blame on him. I don't put it on the wider family. Yeah. I mean, I think it is all on him. He, yeah, he cheated. He he cheated on her and was not did not really keep it a secret either. She knew about it and she just had to live in this house and be really isolated and you know, even before they separated. I think she just she lived a very like isolated life and I don't, I just feel so bad for Diana like that whole situation was awful. And I just think if there was a friendly person in the royal family they would think to check up on her. Like, she's part of the royal family. And even before they separated, like, she was having a hard time. I just think it's crazy that she was so isolated and they just left her alone. Like, I don't know. Just I just, I don't me. think we'll ever truly understand how that whole thing works. Mm. Because it seems to be very much... I just think every move is other. calculated. Outsiders are outsiders. I, I, just, think, I think yeah. everything is calculated. I think everything... Mm. I think everything's discussed. Conspiracies. Yeah. I really do think, like, decisions are made about how things are handled. Like, I don't think it's all on the fly, you know? Mm. Mm. But, yeah. Crazy. I know. Thank God I'm not royal. I know. Me too. Literally. You know one of my middle names is Elizabeth? Oh, really? Yeah. What's your full name with your middle name? Mary Claire... Elizabeth. I have two middle names. Yeah, I thought so. What's, what's your other one? Nicole. Nicole. You have such a big na- Oh my god, you sound like a queen. I basically am royal. You I've sound royal. so many names. Mary, Claire, Nicole, Elizabeth, Maud. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just Hannah Grace Cheshire. That's lovely. No, yours is nice. <laughs> I love yours. It's really nice. It's very grand. Do you ever have to write the whole thing out? Like for legal documents or anything? Every now and again, yeah. Oh my god, that must be... But there's never enough dotted lines? I was going to say, you must run out of space. I get to the end and my surname's like squashed at the end. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Your mum and dad were very cool to, to give you such a grand name. Um, yeah. Greedy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to have a child and call them like Marie Claire Nicole Elizabeth Maud II. <laughs> yeah, literally. Or just like choose five different names. Yeah, or just give them a name like... Joe, just J-O. God, I couldn't even make a decision about one name for a child. I Let alone think five. This is one of the... Maybe that's why. Oh, too many decide. Too many choices. Maybe. I actually think choosing a name for your child has got to be one of the hardest things you'll ever oh, do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. I would have to think about it for a long time beforehand, I reckon. I have a couple of saved names in my notes. Do you? Not because I'm like, oh, baby, just... Because when I hear a nice one, I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to forget that name. And so you I, want to write, I write it, down. it down. You'll forget otherwise. Um, I just think the weight of that responsibility is so great. Yes. It is. They're going to have that for the rest of their lives. I mean, I guess they can technically change it if they want to when they're adults, but you don't want them to do, do that. Exactly. You, you don't want them to do that. You don't want to choose a name bad enough that they would want to do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. You don't want your child begrudging you forever. Yeah. So... Well, hopefully not for a while. Yeah, not for a long time, in my opinion. For me. 
Mm. <laughs> but yeah, is that? Do you have anything else to discuss? I don't think so. I think we've probably been quite scathing there. I just feel like if we move on to another topic, we're going to be here all night. True. We true. love we love going on a on a tangent. That is true. We call it a day. Yeah, let's call it a day. Um, the next time you hear from us, it will be the last episode, the season finale. Can't actually believe that. I know, it's crazy. I can't believe we've almost done ten of these. Yeah. That's wild. I'm going to save my, like, soppy speech for... Yeah, we'll have a... It'll definitely be a fun episode. Yes. We'll make it a fun one. I'm looking forward to our final. Yeah. It's It's going to be be fun. (laughs) I I hope there's bubbly involved. Oh, Yes. Well, so let's fun. make it happen. Yeah, I want cocktails. <laughs> Come back for bubbly next week. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Enjoy the banky wanky. Yeah. If you're listening to this then. If you're not, enjoy whatever day you're having. Yeah. Hope it's a great one. Get out in the sun, get some vitamin D. Yeah. It was so nice out today. I didn't see much of the day today, Did you sadly. Not? Oh my god. Full time life. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice out. So it's going to be a nice weekend, I reckon. Nice. Manifest it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Goodbye for now. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Young and Struggling. I've been MC. I've been Hannah. See you next week for more fun and tales of woe. And some more juicy goss. Don't forget to subscribe on all various platforms and leave us a review let us know what you think only if it's nice though yeah no bully